are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Let me give you some other scriptures here. In Matthew, the 8th chapter, we'll not take time to turn to all these. 8th chapter, verse 29, a demon cried out, and said, I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to torment us before the time? Oh, what time's he talking about? When the lease runs out. When the lease runs out. Have you come to torment us before the time? Now, what he's doing is challenging the authority of Jesus. He said, now, hold it. We just said it in Arkansas this way. Just one cotton-picking minute. I happen to know you're the Holy One of God. And it's illegal for God to come here and destroy my work on the earth. Do you think you're going to torment us before the time? Ha, 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 ha. And Jesus just did the same thing, just shut his mouth and told him to come out. And he did. Now let me give you another for instance. Mark the fifth chapter, verse 7. Here the demon cries out and said, yeah, I know you're the Son of God. I adjure thee by God that you torment me not. Now listen to this. He's bringing God in on the deal. What makes this demon think that he can call upon God and get any help from God in this situation? Because that demon knows what God had established in the beginning, God cannot back away from it. He can't violate his word. If Jesus is God manifest in the flesh and all of his divine Godhead powers, then the demon was right. He can't cast him out. It'd be illegal. He had the power to, but it'd be illegal to do it. But what he didn't know was about the virgin birth. He didn't understand it. He didn't understand that Jesus had the body of a man. He didn't understand that Jesus entered in through the door. He didn't understand that Satan climbed up the back stairs and entered into this earth illegally, and he wasn't born here. And when he called and said, I adjure thee, that's a military term. He is demanding of God that he be not tormented because it wasn't time yet, but he got cast out anyway. Thank God. And the devil will do the same thing to you. He'll tell you, why, you can't do that. You're just a little worm in the dust. Why, you can't do anything with me. I'm the big devil. The Bible says in Isaiah, they'll narrowly look upon him and say, is that the thing that caused us so much problem? A little beady-eyed, hairy, monkey-looking thing, probably about seven inches high. And put himself up to be the great one. Listen. You have authority over the devil, evil spirits, demons, and all that has invaded this planet from the region of the damned. God has given you authority in three worlds. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Beings in heaven, beings in earth, and beings under the earth. And that covers the regions of the damned. And did you notice that it didn't say Jesus had dominion over them? It didn't say that they'd bow to Jesus. It says they'll bow to the name of Jesus. And Jesus gave you his name to use. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. 
Now go with me to John, the fifth chapter, because I see that some of you are still batting your eyes about this deal. I want you to see it in your Bible. See, we've been taught some things religiously, or just not so. It's harder to unlearn than it is to learn. Did you know that? We're going to have to unlearn some things. Look at John, the fifth chapter, verse 26 and 27. As the Father had life in himself, so hath he given the Son to have life in himself, and hath given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Didn't say because he's the Son of God, said because he's the Son of Man. Now, you see, religiously, we've been brainwashed into believing that he did it because he's the Son of God. Now, don't misunderstand me. He was the Son of God. He was God manifest in the flesh. But when he came, he stripped himself of his divine Godhead powers. And when he said to Nathaniel, I saw you while you was under the fig tree, he didn't do that by his Godhead powers. He did it by the gifts of the Spirit, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge is what he used there. He did not use any power inherent in him as being the Son of God to do any of the things that he did on the earth. He did it by the anointing of the Holy Ghost that came upon him. And when the church finds this out and realizes it's true, whoo, the devil is in trouble now. Glory be to God, because religion has hid behind that. Well, Jesus did it to prove he's the Son of God. Well, why did he tell everybody after he did those miracles, don't go tell anybody about this? If he's trying to prove he's the Son of God, he wasn't trying to prove anything. He was there to destroy the works of the devil. And he didn't want to get the religious leaders stirred up and cause him problems, so he said, just don't tell anybody about it. Now, that's kind of strange for a man trying to prove he's the Son of God, isn't it? He had no intentions of proving he is the Son of God. He was the Son of God, and he came to destroy the work of the devil. He'd rather just done all he needed to do before the devil ever found out about it. But now, notice here it says, He hath given him authority to execute judgment also because he's the Son of Man, not because he's the Son of God. Now, there's something that the church has never understood. Jesus came here as a man. He became a man when he became our substitute. He was the Son of God, but he was a man, had the body of a man. He took on him the form of a man. They drove nails in his hands. He bled just like a man because he was a man. He was anointed with the Holy Ghost, certainly. But there's something we've never understood. Jesus will have the body of a man throughout all eternity. He said, you will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven. He didn't say you'd see the Son of God coming up there. Now, certainly he is the Son of God, and it will be the Son of God. Jesus, almost in every situation, said, I am the Son of Man. I am the Son of Man. He wanted to drill that into us that it was because he was a man, not because he was God. It was because he was a man, and he was anointed with the Holy Ghost. He said, I can do nothing of myself, but it is my Father that doeth the works. In other words, he depended on his Father. Now, God anointed him to do it. Why would God have to anoint him if he had the ability to do it? So Jesus operated on this earth the same as you and I operate on this earth, through the anointing of God. Now let me show you something as you go a little further. Turn to Mark, the 11th chapter. And I want us to read verse 27. Start with verse 27. 
They came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple, there come unto him the chief priests and the scribes and the elders, and said unto him, But what authority doest thou these things? And who gave thee the authority to do these things? Now I want you to notice, these religious leaders have got the same questions the demons had. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> same question. By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you the authority to do it? That's the same thing Satan was trying to find out. Now watch what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said to them, I'll also ask you one question. See, they asked him two, and he said, I'll ask you one. And answer me, and I'll tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, was it from heaven of men? Answer me. Oh, boy. And they have a little session over there. And they say, now, you know, if we say it's of men, they're going to stone us because they took John to be a prophet. And they said, uh, if we say it's from heaven, they're going to say, well, why didn't you believe him then? He said, man, we're in trouble. Let's just tell him we don't know. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. They come back and said, we cannot tell. Jesus said, neither do I tell you. I like that. There's no need of giving any information to the devil. And that's exactly what was influencing these religious leaders, was the devil. Now, they might not have known it. You know, Jesus, he had very little trouble with sinners. It's always the religious people that gave him trouble. You know things hadn't changed today. <laughs> now, notice here. I knew there's something in this that we wouldn't get, and I got to praying about it. I said, now, Lord, I don't want to know what you fixing to pull on him because I know when they came to you and said, Lord, is it lawful to give tribute to Caesar or not? See, they're going to trick him. He said, let me see a penny. They brought him a penny. He said, whose image is that? They said, well, that's Caesar. He said, render to Caesar that which is Caesar and to God that which is God's. And they asked him no more questions. I guess not. The wisdom of God flowing out of his mouth, he shut their mouth. They didn't know what to say about that. And I said, now, I know you had something like that you was going to pull on him here. Well, he said, it's very simple. He said, if they'd answered the way they should have answered, they'd answered their own question. Because the baptism of John was from men, not from God. Wasn't from heaven, see. Was it from heaven or of men, he said. It was of men. Now, don't run off. Just stay with me. It'll all turn out all right. I'm going to show it to you. <laughs> John himself, when he saw Jesus coming, he said, there's one coming after me whose shoe latches I'm not worthy to bear, who shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. That's the baptism from heaven. That's the baptism from heaven. And he said, but Lord, I have need to be baptized of you. He's talking about the baptism from heaven. That's some of you that still hanging on. You're just hanging by a thread. I'm fixing to clip it. Go to Acts, the 19th chapter. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. And before I leave the broadcast, our offer all this week is CD offer number 7208. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a uh, total of $19. CD offer number 7208. It's called The Miraculous Conception. 
Now, in the scripture, we find that more than 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah prophesied a virgin will conceive and bear a son. Well, we know that it happened that way. In Luke, the first chapter, verse 30, we find that an angel appeared to Mary and said, Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Jesus. She said, How, seeing I know not a man? Now notice, she didn't doubt it in the wrong sense. She just wanted more information. And he said, The Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee, and that child be born of thee will be called the Son of God. Then what did she do? She received the word sent from God by the angel. She conceived it in her spirit. It manifested itself in her physical body. And the embryo in her womb was nothing but the word of God. And the scripture says the word took upon itself flesh and dwelt among us. And this is the miraculous conception. Now, many people today in religious circles don't believe in the virgin birth, but it's the thing that makes us able to be redeemed from sin because of Jesus. He had to have a physical flesh, blood, and bone body to give for the life of mankind, and that's how we can, through his shed blood, be set free from our sins. That's CD offer number 7208. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the devil is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Camps Ministries and our listeners in this area.